you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Yes, my friends, welcome back to Unsealed. This is the podcast where current events and Bible prophecy align and collide. And um, many times that's exciting and fresh and brings joy. But other times, like today, it does not. And um, this is Pastor Christopher Manti. I am an American. I'm a white man. Um, clearly, I didn't choose any of those things. But I don't despise any of it. I love that God created me exactly how he wanted me, just like he did with you. And he put me in a place exactly where he wanted me, just like he did with you. And even though we can't choose those things about us, we can always choose how we behave and what fruit we bear, whether it is our own from the flesh or of the Spirit. And the only way we can bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit is to have Him inside us. And the only way that occurs is if we are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. If we don't accept Jesus, we have no hope. And I mean that in every way you, that it can be meant. We are literally hopeless, lost, confused, headed for darkness, despair. Every kind of evil, every kind of emptiness. Because Jesus is the only way, the only door. He is the door of the sheep. He is the good shepherd. He is the light, the life, the truth. He is God. Without him, we can do nothing. Nothing. Even saved people can do nothing without him. We can try. We can fake it. But we can't. Anything we try in our own strength will fail. Even though good things, righteous things, fair things, good things, beautiful things, all of them turn to dust without Yeshua. King Jesus, 
King of the Jews, King of Israel, the Messiah, and of all who believe. Do you believe that he came, born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, went to the cross for your sins and bled his blood on behalf of you, and that he rose from the dead three days later? and is currently in heaven, being held there until the day of the restoration of all things, the day of the Lord. Do you believe that? Do you believe he's coming again? If you believe all of that, if you're his disciple, that means you've given up your rights willingly. You've given up your life. Any claim to your life is gone. Count the cost, my friends. So today, as we see America being ripped apart, I should say it's already been ripped apart. The, the wound is festered and infected. There is no healing. There is no healing. There's only healing for us as individual children of God who can get to know other children of God, other Christians. The only healing, the only way to rectify, the only reconciliation is through that one new man promise that the Holy Spirit provides. The Father has seen to it. That is the way to heal. Anything beyond that or around that you try to get in another way, you're a thief and a liar. That's what the Lord says. So welcome, everyone, uh, to this different edition of Unsealed. Um, please let me know you're out there. We are live, obviously, on the podcast itself, whether it's through Apple Podcasts or Spreaker or Spotify or what have you. Um, would love that you would review this podcast and rate it and share it. Uh, and if you're just tuning in on social media, we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, several different avenues. Bless you for that. Um, again, let me know you're there. So we're on Facebook pages, Facebook groups, and YouTube channels. So um, blessed to have you along for the ride as always. Please go to unsealedpodcast.com to check out all our previous episodes. This is now episode nine. So we've got eight previous episodes and about six of the six or seven of the previous ones are all about specific prophecies in the Bible about the seven seals, the horsemen the four horsemen uh the book of daniel Ze little zechariah last time so it's very um very worth your while to go hear them if you haven't in my opinion so go to the website you can also get other resources like a book a free app a mission if you feel like god is calling you to missions there is one listed there for you to participate in and just be a part of a congregation that's worldwide and online so how awesome is that? So get those resources and help us stay on the air with your generosity. All of that, you can go right to the website and get it. And you can let me know uh, that you're out there and that uh, who you are and etc. There's a form right there as well. But you can also email us questions at questions at unsealedpodcast.com. Oh, there's an online course also if you're interested in this whole end time thing. We've got an online self-paced course that's broken up into small bits. 
uh, eight different parts of the Bible that covers eight different courses that cover twenty nine books of the Bible, and then individual topics like the rapture, like the second coming. Are they different? Like the beast, the false prophet, role of Israel, the millennium, etc., etc., etc. Go on to the site and find out all that. Okay, so today I just felt led to pray. I felt led to um, unite with the body, whoever will, whosoever will, tune in and and be uh, together with us right now. Thank you, friends. Thank you, thank you for those for commenting. Um, So let's go to the book of Matthew. You can also find this in uh, the book of Luke, chapter 11. We're going to Matthew 6. And uh, frankly, the first disciples of Jesus, the first Christians, you could say, um, are following Jesus around. They're his disciples. To be a disciple means a student, though he's the teacher, he's the master. And much more than a teacher and student today, this is uh, literally doing what everything, everything he did, they did. They would go, walked where he walked, slept where he slept. They only knew what he taught them. That's exactly the model that he is trying to present to us as the Father and the Son, as God. That's how the relationship is. He says, I do nothing except I see the Father do it, or I hear the Father speak it. So he's just waiting to see what the Master says in that regard. Okay, so that's how we should be with him. We can't do it any other kind of way. And we're in a period now between Pentecost, excuse me, between Passover and Pentecost. Pentecost is just beginning right now, actually, in Israel. So through Sunday, these next two or three days are absolutely critical, I am convinced, um, for repentance of the church. And of those who never knew God, now is the time. He will forgive all of your sins. And we're going to read about that. All right, so how should we pray? These disciples are saying, all right, well, we've seen you, you know, say the the Pharisees and the the priests, and they're all getting it wrong. And even John the Baptist, those disciples of John obviously are not, they don't know the Messiah if they're not with us. So how do we pray? Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts. Anything that we owe you, forgive us. As we also have forgiven our debtors. Anyone who's owed us anything, we now forgive. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins sins that is not usually the ending we apply to that prayer in our churches friends but we should 
because that is basically the fruit of what we're seeing in the United States, in Minneapolis right now. And in maybe in your country, in your land, and in different ways. But this, this we can't fake, let's just say it. If you're a Christian, if you follow Jesus, if you say you are a believer, if you are whatever denomination, if you are a Christian, and you have not forgiven someone who's sinned against you, who's wronged you, who's harmed you, you are not following Jesus, and you will not be forgiven. That's what the Word of God says. I can't get around that. I'd like to, believe me. I would love to be able to say, well, Jesus, forgive me of my sins, and whoever afflicted me and hurt me and harmed me and offended me and sinned against me, hurt them. Make them pay. But it ain't that way. That means our heart hasn't been changed at all. You are not like God. You are not like Jesus. If you demand retribution on your enemies. If you don't forgive them. Hey, by the way, uh, you don't need, and I've, I've confessed to this right now in public. You don't need to have them ask you for forgiveness. For you to forgive them. That's not part of the equation. That's on them if they don't ask. But it will still be held against you if you don't forgive. There is no way around this, friends. And I'm speaking to the church now. I don't care how good of a reason you have for not forgiving your fellow man. You better forgive them because your soul is in danger if you don't. Period. And apply that however you need to. However you need to. I don't care what the offense or sin was. It doesn't matter. There is no qualification from Jesus. You don't have to forgive them if they did this. You don't have to forgive them if they killed your brother. You don't have to forgive them if... Apply blank statement here. There's no qualification. You don't have to forgive them if they're Muslim. You don't have to forgive them if they're atheist. You don't have to forgive them if they attacked you physically. You don't have to forgive them if they burned down your city. You don't have to forgive them if they... Dot, 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 dot. Yeah, it's weird. It it's maybe hurts us. It, it's hard. It's, 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 it's against the grain of everything we know as a human in the flesh. Bingo! Because that's a spirit reaction. That's a new heart. The new heart that he gives you upon salvation is one of spirit. Malleable, moldable, shapeable. The Father can use you, can shape you, can make you, can mold you. Can, By the way, sometimes we need to be corrected. Because he loves us, he will correct us. 
What father who doesn't love his son doesn't correct him at times when he needs to change course? That's what repentance is all about, is it not? Repentance means change course. Course correction. Not continue in the same way. Whatever you are doing that needs to be corrected, stop doing that. God's going to correct you again. And it'll be more severe. More severe. And more severe. And that's what we're seeing now. As a world... The judgments of the end times are just getting started, friends. This is nothing. Coronavirus is nothing to God. This is no pressure. And yet every country got shut down. Think about it. And as this Shavuot, as this Pentecost comes, if we're not in a state of forgiveness, he will correct us again. If we haven't used this time to totally, radically, radically alter everything we think we're doing for the Lord. And yet we have unforgiveness. And yet we're, uh, we're not repentant. And yet we're doing things to, for our own reasons, or for our own glory, or our own little kingdoms, or our own church buildings, or what have you. If you're not doing it to His, his way, to His name, and you get out of the way... He's going to correct us again and again and again. And each time it'll be harder and harsher and more uncomfortable. Let's read. Hey, um, Avrahim. Sounds like Abraham in Arabic uh, made a comment on YouTube. And I know this is a podcast, but let's read it. This is the comment. Arabs love their crusader brothers and sisters in the EU and US, although we are not Christians. Well, here's the thing, my friend. Calling us crusaders is not loving. That means we've killed people. Somebody who's never done that. That's not nice. That's not love. This is why the only way to show love truly is to acknowledge Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, the Son of God. And he has died for you, Abraham, to forgive you of every sin you've ever committed. And they are many. And I'm not speaking out of turn. We've all committed sins. And without him, we go to hell. That's the word of God. And that's the Spirit witnessing to you, friend. Christians... Being a Christian, a follower of Jesus, is the only way to be saved. And spread the love of God, by the way. Not phony love. By insulting people and saying they love them in the same sentence. Doesn't work like that. Um, yes. Radical alter... Oh, by the way, and it says Arabs love... There are Arab Christians, Avraham. Thank God. Many, many, many of them. They, le- they left the lie of Islam and have come to the truth of Jesus. It doesn't matter what your race is. And that's the point. That's the point of what's going on in Minneapolis and throughout the EU and all these places. Racism is not of God. By calling someone an Arab or a white person and putting that against each other is bogus. In Christ you are one and only in Christ can we be one. Arab European, African, 
Asian, etc., etc. Break down the walls of division in Jesus alone. That's the only way to do it. Saved by grace through faith. That's right, Pastor. And thank you. Yes, please, Abraham. You are, you Now you have people around the world praying for you. Christians around the world praying for your salvation. Hallelujah. All right, let's, I'm going to go over the Lord's Prayer, as we, it is called, one more time with some small commentary. And frankly, this is the way I kind of do it, and I'm, I've made a habit of it recently, recent years, um, to say the Lord's Prayer every single day. To center, you know, my mind and spirit on what's, what's right, what's true. So this is how, more along the lines of what I do, and I just go a little, give myself a little more detail to help me understand what I'm saying. So I say something like this. Our Father, who is in heaven, pray along with me. Hallowed be your name. Holy, holy, holy is your name. Yehovah. I pray that your kingdom will come to this earth so your will can be done on the earth as it is now in heaven. Maranatha. Maranatha. That's what we're saying. Come, Lord Jesus. Establish your kingdom on the earth as it is now in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us all of our sin. All of our debt that we owe you. All, every offense that we've done against you. Please forgive it all. As we also now forgive anyone who owes us anything, who's ever wronged us, who's ever cheated, lied, or sinned against us, or owes us anything at all. Forgive us as we forgive them. They are now forgiven totally, completely, permanently. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one, Satan, and every fallen angel in the heavenlies, also every demon and every evil spirit on the earth, Show us how to fight them as you did. Send your holy angels to fight with us. Send us aid. So we may overcome and put on fully the armor of God to stand. And we acknowledge that we forgive all lest we not be forgiven by you. It's a powerful prayer, needless to say, because God himself taught us thank you Father being who you are, doing what you're doing for never changing and now as we exit this podcast and enter into this hopefully sobering somber time of prayer and worship this weekend as we celebrate and remember that beautiful glorious day when Pentecost Shavuot was fulfilled in the Holy Spirit your very spirit Lord God you have come down from heaven tongues of fire enlightened and inflamed your apostles your disciples your sent out ones your chosen who would follow you to the ends of the earth and you said go to the ends of the earth proclaim the name of Jesus the Messiah Repent and be saved. That's the message of Peter, of John the Baptist, of Elijah. Repent, repent, repent. 
and be saved, be saved, be saved. There is only one way. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever would believe on him, whosoever, would not perish in hell, but have everlasting life. That is the will of God. He has commanded the blessing life forevermore for those who repent and receive him as their father. So that we can go into the courts of heaven and have our cases dismissed. Yes, we've sinned, but now it's erased. The blood of Jesus erases all your sin, friends. All of it. Ever. How is the, what is the forgiveness of God? What is true forgiveness? The one that he models for you and me. To forgive another means the memory of it is gone. Completely, permanently gone. Forgotten. Forgotten. It's like it never happened. Oh, but, but this seems too hard, Lord. How many times should I forgive my brother who harms me? Seven times? Not just once, or three, or five, or seven times? Don't tell me it's that many, Lord. <laughs> no, I tell you the truth. It's 70 times, seven times. You must forgive. You must. No one's getting to heaven with unforgiveness. In Jesus' name. Bless y'all. Hallelujah. Thank you, my friends, for tuning in. This has been a very different and uh, unscripted, unsealed for the 29th of May, 2020. So please, please, let's get on our knees and our faces and be repentant and for, full of forgiveness as our Savior is. He's willing. He's willing to forgive. So should we. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us in America, God. We have so many things to be forgiven of and to extend forgiveness to our fellow man for. Speak to the church, Father. Your Christians have engaged in hate. Hate is as murder, is what your word says. Hate is as murder. Your, your, your people in America are full of murder. Full of adultery, God. You said even if you look with lust on another woman, you've committed adultery in your heart. Even the church, Lord, in this country is full of adulterers. Forgive us. Sin is everywhere. You said idolatry. Idols are everywhere. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, you said, Father. Rebellion. We are full, we confess, we are full of witchcraft in your church. Your church is practicing witchcraft, O oh God. I speak to America because you put me here. 
We want to rebel. We want to fight. We want to break things. We want to stand up for our rights. We have no rights in Christ. We preach Jesus crucified. That's it. And if we don't understand that, we understand correction is coming. Until we understand. Even if we resist to the last, we will be made to understand. That you are God. And we are not Send your holy hand over those who would submit to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you for this time. Thank you for being who you are, doing what you do, and for never changing. Thank you, Lord Jesus, the perfect sacrifice, the perfect risen Savior. You are not dead on a tree. You are alive. You are alive forevermore. Thank you, God. Thank you for your Son. Thank you for your Spirit. We acknowledge your Spirit has come and will continue to work in those who humble themselves before you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening. This has been Unsealed. Pastor Christopher Manti, until next time. Batten down the hatches, friends. It's about to get real. Jesus loves you. Maranatha. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, Visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.